From the famed Hollywood Bowl in Hollywood, California, your Armed Forces Radio Service takes pleasure in bringing you the ninth in the Silver Jubilee season of concerts from this world-renowned organization. Tonight, the orchestra will be under the baton of the Hollywood Bowl's own musical director, Mr. Leopold Stukovsky, who has programmed an all-Russian concert consisting of works by Mussorgsky, Shostakovich, Rachmaninoff, and Tchaikovsky. Of these, two, those of Mussorgsky and Tchaikovsky, represent the best of the nationalistic Russian music which flowered so profusely in the third quarter of the last century, a period which also produced the music of Glinka, Rimsky-Korsakov, Balakirev, and Borodin. Shostakovich, on the other hand, is, of course, a contemporary Russian composer, and with his colleague Sergei Prokofiev, one of the two most eminent Russian composers of today. Finally, Sergei Rachmaninov, who was born in Russia in 1873, during the lifespans of Rimsky-Korsakov and the others, and who died in California in 1943, may be said to represent a period of transition between the older Russian composers and those of the present time. Our concert is to consist of Mussorgsky's entract from the opera Kovancina, the symphony number no. one by Dmitry Shostakovich, the tone poem Isle of the Dead by Sergei Rachmaninov, and Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky's symphonic poem Francesca da Rimini. The Mussorgsky entract from Kovancina, which is to be heard first, was composed soon after Mussorgsky completed revisions on his great music drama of medieval Russia, Boris Godunov. In this music, we are to have an excellent demonstration of Mussorgsky's outstanding musical characteristic, namely musical realism. His melodies are simple, only very rarely do they exceed the very minimum tonal range. And yet these melodies speak eloquently of the whole gamut of human experience, from the almost inarticulate love-making of a simple peasant to the inner emotions of a royal prince. Mussorgsky was not adequately trained in music, and after his death, Rimsky-Korsakov and others spent many years editing and revising his work to prepare it for publication. But for Mussorgsky's friends it was a labor of love, for as one of them wrote, Mussorgsky did not want to increase his means of expression. He simply tried to translate into sound the soul's cries which struck upon his ears from without or rose from within himself. In very truth, this epitaph concludes, he trampled on the rules and crushed the life out of them by the sheer weight of his thought. And now I see that our conductor, Mr. Leopold Stukowski, is taking his place before our Hollywood Bowl Orchestra, and in just a few seconds the first half of our concert is to begin with the playing of the entrée to the opera Kovancina by Modest Mussorgsky.
You have just heard the entree to the opera Kovancina by Modest Muzorgsky. The first half of our concert now continues with the performance of the Symphony No. 1 by the contemporary Russian composer Dmitry Shostakovich, music which in many ways is in considerable contrast to that of Muzorgsky, for the latter was preoccupied with the philosophic and gravely emotional aspects of human experience, full of gray and somber tones, always dramatic, often tragic, Shostakovich, as his first symphony excellently demonstrates, is strictly, as it were, a musical extrovert. The work we are to hear, which was written when the composer was only 19, is music of contagious vitality and robustness, and when it was first played in 1926, immediately established Shostakovich as one of the most original and uniquely endowed of Soviet composers. Here, in contrast to Mussorgsky's heavy, simple themes, is music that is electrifying. The rhythms are sweeping. The harmonies, unlike those of the untutored Mussorgsky, are brilliant. It is music that sweeps like a hurricane and leaves the listener breathless. Mr. Stukovsky is ready, and now our concert resumes. Thank you. 
Thank <laughs> you.
soul with the stirring finale to the first symphony of the contemporary Soviet composer Dmitry Shostakovich, we come to intermission time here in Hollywood Bowl. Mr. Stokowski is receiving the enthusiastic applause of our audience. And now, during this brief intermission period, we might tell you a little about the music we are to hear in the remainder of tonight's concert, which will resume with the symphonic poem Isle of the Dead by Sergei Rachmaninoff. In 1905, Rachmaninoff was appointed general manager and conductor of the Grand Theater in Moscow. He was now one of Moscow's most famous musicians. Convinced, however, that in winning popularity he was losing his spiritual depth, he eventually decided to give up his post, go into seclusion, and devote himself exclusively to composition. He journeyed, therefore, to Dresden, where he lived a virtually monastic life, absorbed in his creative work. It was during this period in Dresden that he composed The Isle of the Dead. The tone poem was inspired by Arnold Bocklin's painting of the same name, and with the imagination of the true tone poet, Rachmaninoff succeeded both in conveying the somber mood of the painting and in recapturing musically the powerful sentiments and moods it engenders. It is music that begins with a controlled nervous excitement, then displays a great melancholy, gradually developing into a dirge of enormous intensity and ending finally with an otherworldly calmness in which peace at last succeeds suffering. The concluding work on tonight's program is to be the Francesca da Rimini, a symphonic fantasia by Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky. It had been Tchaikovsky's original intention to write an opera about the tragic love of Francesca for Paolo, as recounted in the fifth canto of Dante's Inferno. Later, he abandoned this project, and in its place wrote this work which describes that part of the medieval hell in which the condemned are tortured. Here Dante comes upon Francesca da Rimini, and her love for Paolo is described in a beautiful solo theme given out by the clarinet. The music ends as it began with a turbulent picture of the underworld. The work has been admirably summed up by a contemporary of Tchaikovsky's, the French composer Camille Saint-Saëns, Piquant charms and dazzling fireworks abound in this work, which bristles with difficulties and shrinks from no violence of effort, wrote Tchaikovsky's admiring contemporary. The gentleness and kindness of men, continued Saint-Saëns, has let loose a whirlwind in this work. But the composer's talent and astounding technique are so great that one can feel only pleasure in the work. And now Mr. Stokowski has resumed his place before our Hollywood Bowl Orchestra, and we are to hear the second portion of tonight's concert, beginning with the tone poem, The Isle of the Dead, by Sergei Rachmaninoff.
is acknowledging the applause of our audience. The motions to the orchestra to rise, which it does. And so we have come to the conclusion of tonight's concert, the ninth in the Silver Jubilee season of the world-famed Hollywood Bowl. Tonight our all-Russian program presented the entrée to the opera Kovancina by Modest Mussorgsky, the first symphony by Dmitry Shostakovich, the tone poem The Isle of the Dead by Sergei Rachmaninoff, and finally the work we have just heard, Tchaikovsky's symphonic fantasia, Francesca da Rimini. These programs are made available to the men and women of our armed forces by the Hollywood Bowl Association. This is your commentator, Sergeant Sidney Swirsky. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.